Welcome to Improv for the Podcast. On this week's episode, we're joined by Hannah Mills, who will tell us all about her improvisational journey. We'll play a couple games and most importantly, learn how she improved her life. Let's hit it. Welcome to Improv for the Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Lee Evans, and today I'm joined by the incredibly talented master of the waves, explorer of museums, an incredible human being, Hannah Mills. Oh, what, 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 what? What? oh my gosh, wait, can you do that again? That was so cool. I don't know. Ow, ow, what? Ah, that was so good. <laughs> Hannah Mills, how are you doing this evening? Oh, I'm great. Thank you. Yeah, that was, I mean, I don't know that I've ever had anyone make such a cool, like, entrance sound effect for themselves. So I love that. That was just, (laughs) amazing, amazing. Uh, That was so good. Well, Hannah, it's great to have you on. Uh, This is is a long time coming. I feel like you are a a legend among legends of guests. (laughs) So uh, thank you for letting me convince you to (laughs) come on the show. Thank you for not giving up. Never, never. It's worth the wait. Uh, so looking at this sign back here, Hannah, uh, I mean, these, these four letters right here are the reason we're here tonight. Can you tell me a little bit about uh, just a quick summary of your relationship to this old place? IFTP. Oh, I-F-T-P. Mm. It's, a, it's a wonderful uh, improv studio. I've done improv at a couple different places. Um, I found myself at IFTP in about three years ago. Um, yeah, I think about three years ago, maybe two. I can't I don't remember now. Um, anyway, it's, it's such a, it's such a great studio. Um, just, I guess I don't know how to, how to say it other than that, but, and it's really because the, the nature of the classes is to, uh, support and encourage each other and really build each other up and, um, kind of create ourselves to be the best versions that we can. Mm. So really, really just my relationship with IFTP is that it's, it's my home for improv. It really is. I love it. Beautiful. Beautiful. Hannah's home for improv. (laughs) I like that. We're going to hear more about that a little bit because I want to dive into that. Just Hannah's home for improv. That's like, Mm. that, that means a lot. And we'll talk about it in a little bit, but before we do, we got to play some three things. We okay. got to play some three, three things. things. So Hannah, you've played some three things before, right? You, you yeah. know, so you get a category, get list stuff from it. Okay. Big whoop. All right, here we go. Okay. These are three things. First category, uh, just Arizona things. Arizona things. Uh, Swirl cactus. One. Sun. Two. College. Three. Very These nice. Are three three things. things. Next category, uh, best museums. Uh, the Broad. One. The um, <laughs> car museum. Two. Uh, um, the LACMA. Three. These, These are, are three things. things. Uh, last category. Words that rhyme with Hannah. Banana. One. Pajama. Two. Cabana. Three. These, These are, are three, three things. things. Oh, very nice. Very nice. All right. Uh, circling back to that first category, why did I ask you about Arizona, do you think? Um... 
Because I went to college there? Uh-huh. Oh. Uh, kind of pulled the wool over my eyes. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yes. So you went to college in the Zona. The Zona. I'm, I assume that's what you called it. The zoners. <laughs> no, no. The U of A. We just called it the U. U of A. U yeah. of A. All right. And is that no Northern Arizona? Which that's one? NAU. Okay. Up in Flagstaff. That's the party school, right? NAU. Or is that? Um, oh, that's ASU. ASU. Different school. Yeah. U of A. ASU. Yeah. NAU. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm yeah. learning my Arizona schools. All right. All right. Um. Now, I'm going to ask you a real question about Arizona. Do you, is it? Do you think people should live in Arizona? It's tough out there. Okay, so that's such an interesting question. No, I don't think humans yeah. are meant to have the amount of water that is in Arizona mm. that that is currently required for for all the people that live there. But the actual, it, I mean, the, the world is overpopulated, right? Well, but yeah. It's um so yeah I think smaller groups of people could definitely survive in Arizona, but the the groundwater level has just gone down so much there mm-hmm. that there's just I I do worry about the the water situation there. Yeah, I mean even here right even in <clears throat> yeah. so many parts of California, yeah it's uh, there are a few places in the U S I feel like that we just made them to like spite nature yeah. like no we can't have we a can city do this Vegas like. Yeah. It's a huge example. Uh, most of Arizona, I imagine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's crazy. I mean, yeah. Tucson's a really cool place. Oh, yeah. yeah. It really yeah. is. What is um, one of your favorite things to eat in Tucson, Arizona? Oh, my gosh. The Mexican food. Oh, yeah. So good. That's true. That's true. The refried beans there are just a different level of deliciousness. <sighs> because they use lard. Yeah. You know, if you don't use lard, I don't think you're making... I'm very good. That's where they're refrying. It's yeah. got to happen. They're it's delicious. in the lard. Yeah. Oh man, that sounds. I could go for that right now. I'd eat a plate of refried beans right now. Yeah, with the melty cheese on top and the rice. Done. Enchilada. A little bit of cilantro. And, oh, they're so good. Yeah. All right. This is. Uh, we're just going to talk about beans for the next okay. hour. <laughs> if that's good with you. Okay. All right. Um, in that next category, Hannah, I asked you about museums. Why do you think I asked you about museums? Um. Because I went to a museum recently. Dang. Yeah, Whoa. you got it. Yeah, that's a uh, recency bias. There you go. Yeah, that's what that yeah. is. All right. Uh, what museum did you go to recently? Uh, we went to the Broad. The Broad. I love the Broad. Yeah. yeah it was yeah. really fun. A friend of mine, coworker that I do a lot of real estate with, he, it was his mm. birthday. So oh. a couple of us kind of went out and did a little outing yeah. to celebrate his birthday. Yeah. We had a really good time. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. What uh, what exhibit did you see? I'm trying to think what's there right now. I don't it remember. It was the, like the room full of um, lights. It was like the infinity? Yeah. Okay. Infinity room. Yeah. Which we were, we, were, we like waited in line to go into the infinity room and then we got all the lights and then we were just like trying to take pictures, but we were, we didn't know how to do it. We're yeah. Like, oh. Yeah. It's tough. Anyway. It was, and then they're yelling at us to come out. Yeah. You only like, get like 20 minutes or 20 seconds. It's I mean. so quick. Yeah. yeah. So quick. Yeah. So quick. There's one in a, there's a bigger exhibit of those in DC. Oh. At one of the, I don't remember which museum, but you know, on the national mall with all those other museums that are there. And it's, it's really cool. Oh, I highly recommend it. So just because, like, yeah, it's 20 seconds, and they're like, all right, get out. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, wait, I, okay. I just made a reservation. Yeah. yeah. So I say, if you're ever in Washington, D.C., 
Infinity Mirrors exhibit there. Really cool. Yeah. Really cool. All right. So Broad, Infinity Mirrors. I love that museum. I saw the they had that Keith Herring exhibit a little bit ago. Last uh, it was last year. Never mind. It wasn't that oh. recent. It was like six months ago. You're but, getting up there, Michael. I, I don't know. I, you're, oh starting, my, you're starting to think six months ago was just recently. Oh, my museum references are not topical. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's bad. Bad. Yeah. All right. So uh, you mentioned I asked you favorite museums. You said the Broad, which, yes, I agree. Mm-hmm. Car Museum. That's the one. Yeah. In, uh, where is that again? Well, it's actually right by Lacma, I think. Oh, yeah. It's uh, like across the street or something. Yeah. Super cute. Last summer, hmm. my, or maybe, I don't remember when. Yeah. A few months back, my my kid, who's 18, um, we just had a day where we didn't have anything to do. And I said, yeah, let's go do something. He's like, yeah, let's go to the car museum. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay. So we go up there. He's like a little kid. He's like showing me all the cool cars and stuff. Uh, yeah, it was really fun. Mm-hmm. We had a good time. That's one I haven't been to. So yeah. I got to loop back around. Yeah, that's a good one. And then LACMA, um, that's fun. In the summers, they have like a jazz nights. <gasps> maybe once every week or two in the Hmm. evenings. And that's always nice because it's like the summer nights and those are fun to go to. It's good, free jazz. Oh, that sounds lovely. All right. All right. Thanks. I'm just stealing uh, recommendations of things to do from you. I don't think they charge for the jazz nights either. So, yeah. Even better. That's a fun night. Free jazz. Mm -hmm. I'm here. I'm here for it. Yeah. (laughs) So last category, uh, I asked you about... Things that rhyme with Hannah. Why do I ask you about things that rhyme with Hannah? <laughs> Glad my name's not Orange. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that yeah. would have. Yeah. I think we'd have to end the episode. I think because um, everybody kind of knows the words that rhyme with their own name. Yeah, that's true. I. Yeah, I guess that is true. I had to think about it for a second. I was like, do I? Do I? Kind of, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I like Cabana was a good one. You know, I hadn't thought of Cabana before. Yeah. I just came up with that tonight. Yeah, I was thinking, I was sitting. But when I wrote that down, I was like, Savannah. Oh, banana. that's a good one. And you didn't do Montana. No. Which I was impressed. You know, oh, yeah. Because that's an easy one, too. You're like, Hannah, Montana. Mm-hmm. So, well done, well done. Get some obscure, outside-the-box Hannah rhymes. Yeah. Yeah. Just a little teaser of what's to come. Save, mm-hmm. save your rhyming skills for later. Okay. <laughs> Who knows? Are we going to have a wrap-off? Uh, kind, mm, Yeah, kind of, actually. Ooh. A little bit. Oh, stay tuned. Stay tuned. End of the episode. <laughs> All right, so Hannah, sit down. Okay. We're going to pop in the time machine. Okay. And I want you to think back to the, the first time in your life you heard about, saw, read the word improv. When was that for you? When, when did you first experience seeing <clears throat> improv? That is such an interesting question because I don't remember. Hmm. Um, I do remember when I decided to go take improv classes and that was kind of an interesting experience. I had become friends with this, this kind of older dude at my work and he was like in his sixties and I was maybe my thirties and we just, we were kind of going through some life experiences at the same time and sharing a lot. We were very good friends and I remember it was a big change in my life, and he said, well, why don't you ask the universe what's next? And he kind of gave me some some um, ideas on how to do that. And mm. so I did one day. I was by myself, and I kind of 
got into a meditative state and I asked the universe what was next. And the word that came to me was improv. Mm. It just, it was like just one word. It was like improv. I'm like, what does that mean? <laughs> You're like, what? Yeah. So I signed up for a UCP course. Wow. And, yeah. Okay. And I started taking um, once a week. And from the very first course, very first class I ever did, it was just like, oh, wow, this is it. This mm. is fun. Yeah. Yeah. And that was maybe um, fifth, uh, 13 years ago, 12 years ago, something like that. Yeah. Um, and with UCB, I might have taken, I don't know, a handful of the courses. And each one is, I think, eight weeks. Um, I probably went through the program uh, maybe once or twice. I did never do the long, long form ones like the Herald, yeah. But um, that they teach, so I think I maybe just like did three of them. Anyway, and then I did that again. I started again because I did it. I took like a five year break, and then I yeah. started it again. <clears throat> and then, yeah, and then I stumbled across IFTP what? about three years ago, yeah. and I've been doing it weekly ever since. Yeah. So some improv on and off at UCB. And then yeah. life goes on. You're living life. You're doing things. You're doing improv. And then you, you find this old place. I want to backtrack a little bit. Okay. Growing up, were you, like, interested in performing, being on stage? Like, or, like, was there any, like, were you into music or anything like that? Like, what's the precursor um, to improv? I don't see myself as a performer, hmm. but I, I get a lot of stage fright, but I love delighting people mm. and I love entertaining people and I love entertaining myself and um, I love delighting myself <laughs> with my own jokes yeah. and my own scenarios that I make up. So um, I, I try to incorporate it into my life, but I don't see myself as necessarily a, a natural performer. Um, but Having said that, when I do shows for improv, and this is very specific to improv, yeah. I am up there and I'm in a zone and I love it. Um, I get a little nervous beforehand, but not terribly nervous. But um, but if I don't do shows, I'm still okay. I still just love doing the classes. So. Yeah. 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 I think... You mentioned like once you do a show, yeah, I feel like you just kind of like lock in. You're like, all right, show mode, time to go. Yeah, Hannah's ready, and it's just that like takes over, and it's amazing. I love your stage presence and the energy you bring. The intensity that you bring I, to your scene work is great. Oh, thank you, thank yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, I know. We've had a chance to do some stuff together. I mean, we were in class together for a while. Yeah, and then, a few months. And we've done some camp and so many mm -hmm. different things. So I, I love performing with you. It's always yeah. a treat. Oh, thanks. You too. Well, thank you. So thinking back to those those early UCB days, so you, universe says improv, you're like, what the heck? And then you just do it. You take that risk, you take that opportunity. Do you remember kind of what your early impressions were? Like, it's a, I mean, I assume you enjoyed it because you stuck with it for a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. It, um, oh, my first class, I just remember feeling like this makes sense. Mm. Like this, I get everything they're trying to say. <clears throat> I, um, I just, 
the improv itself felt like a nice structure that I wanted to sort of play with. It, it was like a game, yeah. a puzzle, like trying to figure it out. And so that was one piece of it. And then the other piece is this <clears throat> incredible creativity that I got to tap into that I, um, I, it, it, it really is probably the first place that I've let myself be just uh, completely free with yeah. my creativity. Um, and then the third thing that was so delightful <laughs> was a freedom to be just, I don't know if the uh, unabashedly is a word, but it's just so f myself. Yeah. Um, it's, we all have crazy thoughts and we all get to be these weird people in our brains, but to actually be that person on stage and to try it on and to say, this is who I'm going to be for just the next scene is so fun and vulnerable because you get to be somebody that you don't necessarily like mm. or a part of yourself that you might be ashamed about. Mm. Um, and something that maybe somebody has said about you that you might have actually not even liked about yourself, but you get to be that person even bigger. Mm -hmm. So it's vulnerable to be this person and to try on these personalities and try on these um, characters and so rewarding. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Just the opportunity to explore kind of like you said, those other parts of yourself that yeah. sometimes need to lay dormant to function in like your job or just like everyday life uh, yeah. can be so exciting. Like, um, I don't consider myself typically like a very angry person, but you know, I can go do an improv scene, right? And I can be like, ah! like just the most mm -hmm. furious, angry person you've ever seen. And like, that's, I don't know. I, yeah, that doesn't happen too often. I don't think in my day to day life. And I think it's, it's such a treat and just a fun way to be like, Oh wow. I didn't know I had that in me. Yeah. So much fun. Okay. UCB, you got, you got some great improv experience on, on your resume, Hannah. Mm -hmm. I was thinking about that. UCB, I've, I've done some classes there as well back in the day. Mm -hmm. uh, we might have been there around the same time for some of it as well, which is pretty cool to think about. Oh, like, that would have oh, been fun to see you. Yeah, crazy. Mm -hmm. crazy. I love that, though. Like, mm -hmm. Potentially like, in proximity of people in the past that you didn't meet until later in the future. Yeah. That's a whole other thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So eventually, you find this place. How did you, how'd you find IFTP? Um, Annie Rose. Ah, yeah. okay. She had a party one night and it was like a little potluck at her house. Mm. Um, I don't remember exactly when that was, but it, it was right before I joined IFTP mm. and it was in the summer and I joined IFTP in August. So it must've been July or June. Yeah. And, um, I remember I met Sid there mm. and there were a couple other people I met that they were just so cool and nice. And they were like, yeah, just come do IFTP. And I was like, oh, I don't know. I like UCB. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, fine. I'll yeah. try it. Like, oh, oh right. because UCB was shut down for the pandemic. Right. Yeah. yeah. So it was like, yo, we got a place that's actually open. Yeah. In person. Right. Yeah. And we were doing it with masks then. Mm -hmm. Um, but it didn't matter because we were in yeah. person and yeah. it was just, it, you really 
it didn't matter with the masks. I mean, yeah. it was dumb, but yeah, nobody but nobody cared. It kind of faded away. After yeah, it a while. faded away. I think we might have. I might have started right after you then. Yeah, I think because that was probably August twenty twenty one. Was it twenty one? Yeah. Okay. I yeah. think so. Because I know. Well, I, I guess I don't know when exactly IFTP came back in person. So it might have been a, a little before that. But that's a I. Yeah. No, because I. Now I'm mixing everything up. Because you joined that Wednesday class, right? Correct. Yeah, yeah. And I, I joined. I joined that class in September, but I first visited in August. I remember that August 2021. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. Oh, whoa. Yeah. Okay. Just I didn't realize. I thought you had been there long, long I, before me. I might have been there. I yeah, can't might, honestly. Might have been can't a few months. Now. Yeah. I'm 48 years old, Michael. That's I, okay. Numbers, I forget. you got more important things to remember. I've got much more important things I've to remember. I remember lots of dates that haven't really been helpful <laughs> yeah, <laughs> most yeah. of my life. <laughs> it's like, it's cool, but like, what? what's the point? You know? Was, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Okay, so you met some folks mm-hmm. at Potluck. Mm-hmm. Annie Rose's house. Great. Wait, what did you bring to the Potluck? Do you remember? It's not a date, so maybe... You brought great personality. I brought I brought my charming personality, Done. and I don't know, but I remember Sid brought like a cake and pizza, and I was like, "This dude's cool." Yeah, it's cake and pizza. <laughs> only things that are around for Sid to bring. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, no. oh, that's great. Yeah. Okay, so potluck. You met some folks, and you're like, "Okay, well, they seem all right." And you yeah, were you were friends. I'll do it. Yeah, you're like oh, I get peer pressure. Uh, I guess I'll do it for guess, one month. Yeah, just like whatever losers. Not yeah. Yet. Wait, so you were friends with Annie Rose before? So it was like, oh, I'm going to see my good friend Annie Rose. Oh, my friend Annie Rose has these improv people here. Yeah. Okay. Well, but Annie Rose and I, we had just kind of become friends mm. maybe six months earlier. Annie Rose okay. and I've only known each other a few years, and then, but she. um she, I knew she did improv and I did improv. And that was one of the reasons that somebody had told us that we should mm. be friends or yeah, whatever. Like mutual yeah. interest. So, You're like, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Improv. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Andy Rose, early on in your friendship. Mm-hmm. Boom. Sid, uh, I forgot who else you said. Other people. <laughs> that Wednesday class. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I can't remember everybody there now. That's okay. I, I need I need the guest list. Okay, we got to publish that guest list <laughs> for no reason yeah. other than it's fun. Yeah. Um, okay, so they convince you to join. You come to IFTP. Do you remember what your what your early thoughts were? Because you had you had a good amount of history and experience at UCB. Mm-hmm. It's your first time in a new studio, I think. Right? Mm-hmm. You'd only done UCB before. Okay, mm-hmm. so you come into this old place. You see that Matthew Moore guy. Uh huh. What was that like? Do you remember those early days? Yeah. Um, I, it, it was kind of a different, it, like the transition was not like a super easy transition for yeah. me because I liked the structure of UCB and mm. I was used to that. And UCB, if, if you've taken some of the classes, they give you exactly what you're supposed to do mm-hmm. and you do it and they break it down really small yeah. and it's very like A, B, C, like this is what you're doing. So, um, and there's a lot more, um, open for, you know, what you want to do. It's just kind of like, okay, do a scene. We're going to, we're going to focus on this one thing. And, you know, so I, um, initially didn't like not having enough structure Mm. and I didn't know what I was doing. And I just kind of thought, 
I'm not ever going to get better. This mm. isn't really teaching me the, the tools of improv, but I like the people and I like it. So I'm going to just keep doing it. And then um, I think one of the things that I've really gotten to is that this doesn't have to be something that I learn in that linear way anymore. I, I just get to be who I get to be with improv. And that is much more important to me than how to create the perfect scene. Mm. Um, the version of myself that I get to be when I'm at improv is my most true version. And I feel authentically who I am. Mm. Um, and it, and it's, it's just really fun to be in that space. Yeah. So. Oh, that's amazing. I think, like you said, it's, you don't have to focus on your previous mindset was very curricular. I think just, from, yeah. Yeah. What I remember used to be, and I've read that book, you know, that mm -hmm. they have and all that stuff. So like coming here, yeah, it's like, Whoa, free freedom or like it's less linear, like you said. And, I think it's really up to you to choose what you focus on here. Mm -hmm. It's like, am I doing this today? Am I doing this? Am I just doing this for me just to feel good and to be able to be who I really am, which I think is an amazing opportunity that at least I know I don't find anywhere else in life. Do you? <laughs> Not too many Not, places. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. been, it's been harder for me or now that I have a few places that I can pull that in. Mm. It's, um, but yeah, it, that is, definitely what I strive for yeah. in most areas of my life is trying to find how I can be the most authentic version of myself yeah. that I can be. Yeah. Do you think doing improv has helped with that? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, even just for the month of January, yeah. I was gone out of town a couple of times and yeah. I could, had to miss a couple classes. And so there were actually three weeks in between when I had gone and even that three weeks, just, it was just like so refreshing to come back and be in a space for two and a half hours where I get to be me. Yeah. And, and not to say I'm not me if I'm not in the improv, yeah. it's just a, a dedicated space where this is, um, that I get to try on whatever mm. comes to my mind in that instant, in that moment mm. and listen to that and not decide with an agenda what it's going to look like, but just be, and then show up how that gray space comes to you. Mm. So yeah. just show up and be mm -hmm. show up and be. And yeah. I think yeah, you can still be you without improv. <laughs> it's just mm -hmm. that improv like is almost a guaranteed opportunity outside of everything else you got going on in life. Yes. Coming here, like you said, the two and a half hours, it's like, uh, it's a sacred time. Yeah. Mm. Very sacred. Oh, love it. Love it, Hannah. <laughs> love it, Hannah Mills. <laughs> um, so thinking about your, your time here at IFTP, cause yeah, I think you're coming up or I've already passed like three years. So that's a lot of experience. That's some great reps under your belt, under your, your improv muscles. <laughs> very strong, very strong. Um, Thinking back, do you remember the first time you performed here at IFTP? In a show? Yeah. Yes. I, there was a time that I was doing uh, shows quite frequently, maybe yeah. every month or two. Yeah. Um, 
So I might have mixed up which show That's okay. it was my first one, but yeah. yeah, I remember that. Yeah. What was it? Um, what was it like making the jump from being in class to performing? Were you like, "Whoa, this is crazy!" Or, nah, I got this. Really nervous. Um, the very first show, I think I was probably nervous. I probably didn't mm. tell anyone. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it went. It was kind of a. It was kind of like being in class, only just a little bit more intention mm. in the scenes. So it it didn't feel a whole lot different than being in class. In fact, there's there's so much there's actually more structure in shows than yeah. there is in class. Oh yeah. So it um it almost feels sometimes I like being in class more because there is so little structure. Yeah. And like I like getting to practice that 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 freedom that I feel. Yeah. Um, but there are, obviously the shows um, have a f- different kind of freedom because yeah. there's a little bit more pressure with more people watching yeah. and wanting to entertain and wanting to make their experience a fun one. And knowing that you don't have control over it and yeah, it might so not be, bit. well, don't know. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you think... Uh, it's more difficult to do a scene in a show or in class. What's the more difficult environment? Um, more difficult. Um, well, there's more pressure in a show. Um, but, but there's less freedom. Mm. So, um, I like the freedom personally. I, there have been some scenes that I've done in shows that I've had a really, a, that have the games, some of the games we have that have more freedom in them. And some of those I've really enjoyed. Mm. Um, but the, I like the freedom of scenes. Yeah. yeah. I like it when we can kind of make it up. Yeah. Just yeah. really let loose. You don't yeah. have to worry about like, oh, we're playing this short form game. It's yeah. just like. Like, nah, I'm, we're just going to go somewhere. We'll see. I don't know where we're going. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you tell me. Just let loose. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. fun. Yeah. And I yeah. appreciate your, like, eagerness to tackle that unknown. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes it's like, maybe you want a little game or a little structure for support. But the most fun is when it's just the Wild West. And you and you just surprise yourself and your partner and your partner surprises you. Mm. And, yeah, that is just magic yeah it really is most adventurous yeah yeah so during your time here have you been in the wednesday class like have you been strictly wednesday have you uh classed around classed around (laughs) um i have been like 85 90 percent wednesday i would say last respect yeah (laughs) respect i did um i think a monday for a couple months but that was in addition to the wednesday Mm. and then i've switched in the last five or six months to Saturdays. Um, I think winters, it's hard to leave in the evening. Yeah. So I thought I'll just switch over. It's Mm -hmm. cold. It's yeah. There's so many reasons not to leave your house once you get there. I know I have animals and they're so cozy. Well, and they, they look so sad if you leave. I know. I know. I know. I know. I I don't want to be that person. I I don't want to disappoint that dog (laughs) or that cat, you know? I know. Me? No. No. Not me. That's someone else. Yeah. Not me. I yeah. understand it. <laughs> so I switched to Saturday mornings mm. um, in, I think it was September, something like that. And 
that's really fun. It mm. takes a lot of your my day, yeah, because it's a Saturday, and but um, but it's a great way to spend yeah a few hours during the daylight hours. Yeah, absolutely, it's fun. And you come out and you still have like most of your Saturday in front yeah. of you too, mm-hmm. which is my mind seems insane. I'm like, you get up on Saturday to do improv. <laughs> I mean. I, Morning improv to me is just wild. (laughs) Yeah, improv in the AM can't be done. Can't be done. Improv is a PM performance activity. (laughs) I don't. uh, Yeah, it's weird. Even at camp when we do those classes in the morning, it's just like. Improv, it should be dark and gross and (laughs) maybe a little depressing. Yeah, cold. Cold. Yeah, exactly. Improv (laughs) is a nighttime activity. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, just. Theater too. Well, no, theater can be in the daytime. There's matinees, but improv specifically, it's got to be dark. The later, the better. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, okay. So you're a Wednesday class veteran, but shout out Saturday class lately and the Monday class too. Um, shoot, what was I going to ask? All right. So just some silly class, class questions for you. Okay. So you're coming to class. What's like an exercise or a game or a warm up that? Give me one that you like and one that you dislike. You're like, oh man, I really don't like gibberish. What's an example? Like you mean going in the circle? Yeah, yeah. Oh, or or like um, a game that you do, a short form game. Let's see. Oh gosh, I like all improv. Um, wow, Hannah likes all improv. <laughs> I really do. Every no, one good. of them is fun. That's good. I mean, they're ones I like even more. And those ones I like the, I love the one where everybody goes out. We take turns going out talking about like a, a, I don't know, experience like first date. Oh yeah. First, first you know, dance. Or yeah. Like those like little that. monologues, the little monologues and then coming out and doing scene work around that. Those I think are just a blast. Yeah. Armando's. Oh, is that what it's called? Yeah. Okay. Those are some of my favorites too. Yeah. Um, let's see I like Tennessee Williams a lot mm. that's a fun one yeah good long form um, yeah I I like them all mm. I really do I respect it I, got, I don't really like slumber party here we go what yeah. no slumber, but the popcorn I know but, but they're all kind of like yeah it's like it feels repetitive. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's like once you do one, it just basically ends up with like one person getting bullied. Yeah. <laughs> and then like, that's, that's it yeah. in one form or yeah. another. So I don't like the alphabet game. <gasps> Should I not say that on the show? All right. Are we going to have to edit that out? <laughs> going to censor. That's it. I can't, I can't release this episode. Yeah, now. Yeah. Slandered the alphabet game. The alphabet is fundamental to every impression. <laughs> no, yeah. that's, I understand. It's like, uh, it's one of those ones you do it once. You're like, okay, I've played the alphabet game. I'm ready Boring. to move on. Yeah. Yeah. Like if, what if you had to do it backwards? Okay. What if, oh, I couldn't. Couldn't. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know where that starts with Z. Yeah. That's, it's always zany, wouldn't it? Zany. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Zany. I thought. And then you said, yeah, I thought we were going to do it. Oh, that's zany, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. I can't believe how zany it is. The- Z- xylophone again. <laughs> There's nothing. X- it's like x-ray, xylophone. 
xenophobia, which is just, that's sad. So so you could say xenophobic, not me. Not me. (laughs) Well, that's good to hear. (laughs) Very. Under your chair, you'll find a present for you. There? Supposedly. You'll have to see for yourself. You've always let me down before, Jacob. Quinn, it hurts my feelings to know that I've let you down, and I, I want to do better. I want to be better for you. Please quit with the whining. Okay, I'll stop whining. You know, instead of apologizing about being a better friend, I should just to start being one. You know, nuances don't work anymore. This friendship is taking too many lattes down the wrong road. Macchiatos. Maybe that's the key, you know? A macchiato is just a latte, but you, you, you pour things in the opposite order. That's what we need to do. We need to do things in the opposite order. Let me buy you a fucking coffee. <laughs> <laughs> ketchup. If you put ketchup in the coffee, that's a good way to... Get me back for all the harm I've done. Just gross. You don't put ketchup in coffee. It's like when you put the toilet paper on the ring the wrong way. It offends me. Truly. I... Personally, think there's no wrong way to put the toilet paper on the ring over, under, so long as those flaps get where they need to go. Hold it, buddy. This is not at all how this is going to work. I cannot live with you if this is what you're thinking about toilet paper. Gosh, you're so particular about this. You say no ketchup and lattes, macchiatos, put the toilet paper the right way. I can't, I just. Fuck you. We made these agreements before you moved in. Except I never signed that contract. Damn it. Caution in the wind. That's what I do. Throw caution to the wind. You know, I don't over, under. Bring it. Let's make this, take this adventure together. Take this adventure together. All right. You got a deal. Blackout. Oh, God, that was painful. That that was, yeah. I don't even like that game. And then we did it back. And I made you do the whole thing. You did. So that just confirmed. You're like, okay, yeah. Now I know I hate that game. I hate it. I'm never doing it again. That's all right. Yeah, that was. um, (laughs) Take me out. It is it is harder backwards though. I really there yeah. was a few times. I, it actually was a little more interesting to me backwards. Yeah, because I think we both had to be like mm. thinking, but we got all the letters right. I don't we think. Did. Yeah, which I don't know that I've ever successfully tried to do the alphabet backwards just like alone. 
by myself, you know, trying to like practice. Oh, yeah. So that was, this was a good exercise for me just yeah. to make sure that was all in there. Yeah. Um, so thank you. You're welcome. That was more for me than for you. <laughs> I got a lot more from that. Oh man. Oh man. And, uh, what a psychopath to not having a preference for the toilet paper. That's, that's an issue for me. Yeah. That wouldn't work for me. You gotta have, all right, real talk. Okay. What's, what's your preferred <laughs> toilet paper over or under? Well, I mean, over. Yeah. That's like, that's yeah. manners. Yeah. It's just, yeah. Yeah. It just makes sense for me. Yeah. You, that's the point. You fold the point. Yeah. And then it's like closer to you. when you, It's, it's like, yeah. In other ways, really like the it's on backwards. It. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So silly. So silly that people do that. They should not do that anymore. Yeah. yeah. I won't, I won't fight people on a lot of things, but that you may have a problem. <laughs> Yeah. We may have a problem. Oh, you don't fight people on a lot of things? What do you fight people on, Michael? That, toilet okay. paper. Okay. Um, and what else? Three things. Three things. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Whose podcast is this? Yeah. What? The, the turns of table. Okay. Uh, the other <laughs> yeah. thing. Um, I believe that, I don't even know if this is worth fighting about, but every public restroom, every single person public restroom should just have the vacant occupied lock on it. Okay, that's yeah. one. That's just a, for everyone's safety. And safety. Personal <laughs> privacy. I just look, as a kid, I had an experience when it, when in, uh, someone was in there, it wasn't like I knocked, I didn't hear anything. So I just opened the door and then I was like, ah. oh, that's traumatic. Yeah. So I was mm. just like, this is dumb. We have the technology to fix this. We have the technology. Yeah. And it's like, still, then that was, you know, I don't know how long ago that was, 20 plus years ago. God, here we are still, still talking about it. Yeah. Just stone age, you know? Yeah. No, then we got the toilet paper the wrong way. Toilet paper, vacant occupied and, um, uh, like sparkling water, but like without any flavors, it's a bad drink. Water pop. Yeah. Water pop. (laughs) Water pop. (laughs) Uh, that's, that's like the Midwest way to say it. Yeah. Can I get some water pop, please? Water pop. Hey, you got that pop water. Yeah, yeah it just, it's so, ugh. I don't know. I love it. With like no flavor? I do. Yeah, I do. So it's just like. Yeah. I'm one of those, Michael. Why? I don't know. It's what? like the. It's I, like the, I respect you. Yeah. But now. But it's like starting to waver. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I get it. Um. The, the flavored water yeah. is my drink of choice. Okay, good, good. Thank you. The God. unflavored water mm. is my second drink of choice. Okay. And that would be with a little lemon. But even if there's no lemon, I'll take it. Yeah. Okay. Well, that I like it. I can I can get behind that a little more because it's not your number one. It's like a, I'm going to start with the, yeah. g- give me a little it's a number bit two. of fruit it's a number essence two. in there. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. No, number two is toilet paper. <laughs> that's what that's for. <laughs> yeah. No. Okay. Okay. That's okay. that's okay. <laughs> you got that ranking down. I like it. Yeah. I like it. A little bit of lemon. That's mm-hmm. good. I just uh, what the other name is club soda. Yeah, yeah. That's boring. Yeah, but isn't water that, pop is fun. Yeah, water pop way more interesting because it's like club soda. What club? First of all, what club are we talking about? Yeah. yeah the uh, a the, nightclub. The, the, the like the like middle age middle age 
people that are yeah, yeah mm-hmm. just don't have anything else yeah any so vices left just wanted to be a part of something because we've had to slowly give them away one by one yeah so it's just like all right i'll join club soda i guess join club soda that'd be a great name for a nightclub though club soda yeah hey you guys going to club soda tonight you like, oh, got yeah. a dj water pop it's gonna be there <laughs> dj water Pop's gonna be there. That'd be so cool. That's so fun. What's up? Welcome to Club Soda. I'm DJ Water Pop. Tonight we're gonna oh. burst your bubbles. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Everybody's <laughs> designated drivers. Oh. <laughs> it's sober night at Club Soda. <laughs> it's every night. All right, business idea. Club Soda. What do you say? You in? I'll do it. I'll well, do it. How much do I have to invest? Just take it all. Whatever you have just, on your person right yeah, now. Right. Just take it all. Yeah. yeah I'll take gonna... change. If you got change in your car. Max we'll, out the credit cards. We're putting on club soda. It's done. Mm-hmm. The deal is done. All right. Uh, if if you're interested in investing in club soda, go ahead and email Hannah, Hannah at clubsoda.com. Right? Clubsoda.com. Clubsoda.com. We already bought the domain. Yep. It's done. All right. Well, thank you so much for going into business with me. You're welcome. So, this is an improv podcast. <laughs> Are we just like shooting the shit for, said, well, for yeah, an hour and a half? I love it. Basically, is, I yeah. mean, we're talking about club soda. You know, I think we're I'm, we're going into partnership on that, so that's good. Yeah, it's good business. I see no way this going upside down. Yeah. I think it's going to be. It's probably already profitable. Yeah. Check your bank account. It's flush with cash. <laughs> um, <laughs> Oh, it's because we played that alphabet game and then we started talking about, oh man, I love tangents. Um, (laughs) All right. So I'm going to, somehow we're going to find our way back to improv. Okay. Uh, So you told me, yeah, you love like everything besides the alphabet game, basically. Yeah. And then you made me play it. Yeah. But we played it back here, backwards. We spiced it up a little bit. Back door. (laughs) You got me in the back door. (laughs) That I did. I snuck snuck it in there. Uh, you weren't expecting the alphabet game, but backwards. That's the way we play it on here. We were backwards. We were backwards. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we might have to edit out some of this podcast. Uh, no, it all stays. Oh, Improv for the podcast. Shit. It all stays. It all stays. It all, we actually add in more. After. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. You guys yeah. go and record us when we're in our scenes yeah, doing exactly. like, really stupid stuff. So when you're in class tomorrow no oh tomorrow is wednesday oh Never. yeah yeah i'm doing saturdays yeah well we'll get we'll get a mic on you you won't even know i won't even it'll be like on your forehead or something yeah, yeah. And just the gopro right there and oh my footage. god that would be so fun to see somebody do a gopro fun. on improv wouldn't yeah it? i i'd watch it i'd check it out i would to too yeah. i would too especially if it was like jamie how oh, he does yeah. all those fun just clown him, like, stuff on the floor or like oh my gosh just doing some wild He's, yeah i would do that yeah that'd be fun hey jamie i don't jamie, know if GoPro you're listening idea. but uh buy a gopro and then just wear it while you do stuff yeah please please do it and then upload it to the internet this is what the people want mm-hmm. at least there's at least two people who would be interested in that yeah yeah and we can probably round up a few more. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you. So we got a business idea and we got some new content for Jamie to work on. Yeah. Do it, okay. Jamie. We got a lot of good, we got a lot of good ideas here coming out of this club soda, the improv cam right yeah. there. Yeah. The GoPro or maybe puts it on his head. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Okay. We'll let him do that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> 
So getting back to improv, Hannah. Okay. IFTP. All that good stuff. Um, thinking about your time here, and maybe you already answered this question a little bit, but um, say, how do I want to order this? Yeah, let's, let's flip this order. So looking ahead, um, what are some things you feel like as a performer that you're working on right now? You're like, you know what, in, in my improv, I'm thinking about this. I'm thinking about, I want to work on my initiations or maybe it's characters. Hmm. Well, that sounds like I'm much more profound with my improv than I am. I kind of just fly by the seat of my pants when I go to class. Love it. And I haven't been in a show in about a year. Hmm. So um, I haven't really wanted to be in one. Um, I don't know why. Well, I kind of know why. I think that I didn't want to play the alphabet game. Mm. And then also, um, I, (laughs) yeah, write that down, Matt. Um, but, but also I, I, um, I want to do it for myself and not for in the, sometimes I think when we have a hobby or something that we really love, we want to be really good at it Mm. because we want to master that thing. Yeah. And I think for me, for improv, it's more about the journey and enjoying what I'm actually doing. And it sounds mm. like I'm much more profound than I actually am. But you are profound. Yeah, very profound. Um, what, I'm, what I'm trying to say is that when I do improv, I really just want to get that feeling of freedom mm. that I get to when I do scene work. And I do it pretty consistently. I get to it um, with, in class. Yeah. Um, and so I've been very happy and satisfied with that. And I think that is what I'm kind of always striving for with improv. Mm. I'm always working on space work because it just doesn't come naturally to, to me. And, um, but, but picking a character and sticking with that character, that's something I just kind of discovered about a year ago. Mm. And I'm like, Oh, that's a good idea. And, that is so fun. Oh yeah. So much more fun to me and really embodying that character. So continually bringing that character, what would that character do? What would that character react to that person? Um, what would that character and not even knowing and just discovering what that is. And so that's something I am always, well, I wouldn't say always, but that's something I do try to focus on quite a bit is Mm. just let, the first thing that comes out of my mouth feed who my character is mm. and then discover what is in the scene Yeah, based on that character. Yeah. It's like, Hey, okay, I know this. Let's see what else. If this is true, what else is true about this character? Who is yeah. this person? Yeah. Their point of view. How do they move? How do they do all those things? And I think it's really important not to go in with anything sometimes mm. now that's super scary and super yes. risky yeah because you might be up on stage and be like i got nothing but uh. if you if you're up there and you genuinely come up with something from nothing mm. that's where i think the magic really happens yeah not having any kind of agenda yeah just grasping at straws and then yeah. one of those straws is going to be brilliant yeah 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 i yeah that's always one i struggle with because i go oh i have an idea but it's like no, it's, it is more fun to risk it. Just yeah. Just go out there and be like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> obviously not showing it, but you know, just, yeah. Just walking up, walking up and walking out there. Mm-hmm. Trust the process. Okay. 
So we're going to, we're going to do an analogy here because it's fun to think about. Um, well, and we had this question last week and it's the first time I thought of it. So I'm going to ask you the same question. Okay. Um, say you're on an improv sports team. What am I trying to say here? All right. So we're treating improv like a sport, you know, on like any sort of sports team, there's like each player brings a different like skill, like special skill. They're like, yo, this is my specialty. I'm really good at blank. Like on a basketball Mm -hmm. team, I'm really good three point shooter, right? That's what I bring to the team. What do you think is your improv specialty? Oh, improv skill, your improv three point shooting. Um, Well, I think that sometimes I um, I can be a little intense, mm. um, and that's kind of fun. Yeah. Um, in real life, sometimes that can be a little bit too much for people, <laughs> but in improv, it's really fun. Yeah. Um, so that that's one thing, but I don't think I'm always intense in scenes. Um, good question i don't know i guess you'd have to ask some scene partners too it's hard to know what you are when you're in it yeah um you're just like i don't know i'm just up there doing it yeah Mm. i am and then as i've gotten more committed to trying to find characters i think Mm. i've gotten better at that then but that's not always consistent either so Nothing's consistent with improv. That's, that's, true. The, fun, that's well, yeah. the fun part it's, about it. You feel the needs of the scene as they come. Yeah. And, you know, one thing you do in one scene might not be helpful in the next. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I don't know, I'm just going to throw myself in there and help and support how I can. Yeah. Yeah. So that's also true. It's just, yeah, you know, it's random. You're not going to be like, every time I do a scene, I'm going to be the most intense character no. ever. No. <laughs> ah! Yeah. And then on the flip side of that, I think the thing that I struggle with is sometimes I can't read what my improv scene partner is doing yeah, or I misinterpret it and, and it just feels off. Mm. And so that's a, that's something I probably try to do more. Yeah. Like listen without listening to the words, but actually listening to the undertones i guess like what they mean the subtext yeah it's like my words say this but what does that really mean yeah yeah that can be hard because i mean you have so many other things going on you're like oh am i do i look dumb right now (laughs) yeah all those things but yeah i think that's good and i think i don't know what i think you bring a lot to the stage you do and i've seen that intensity but i've seen you be more tender and quiet and calm in your characters as well so i think it's Maybe it's your ability to play range. You know, you can play this heightened, crazy, intense character that's like, mm, come on, what are we doing? Murder. I don't know. Murder. <laughs> Murder. <laughs> or, you know, you can play a calm, more reserved, like emotionally in tune character as well. I've seen it both. So maybe it's that range is what you bring to the table. Maybe that's your three point shot. Oh. Is your range on stage. I'll take it. Yeah. You I should like it. take it, run with it. <laughs> Take it a club soda. Yeah, take it a club soda. All right, Hannah. I got a couple more questions for you, and then we're gonna and then we're gonna do some improv. Mm. You and me. We haven't done any yet. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, things that the ball is gonna drop. It's like mm. New Year's. That was dumb. Um, <laughs> all right. So this question we've touched on a little bit, but maybe we're circling back or just kind of recapping on this. But 
I'm thinking about your experience with improv, your UCB days, your IFTP career thus far. Um, what do you think overall has been the impact of improv on your life? How has it bled into other areas? And you're free to share as much as you want or as little as you want. You okay. Know, up to your discretion. Yeah, that, that's such a good question. And I think that, um, I think all of us would have kind of the same answer and all of us very different answers, Yeah, which is just yeah. super vague, right? But having an access point to creativity for somebody, especially me, I, I was, I was not ever, I never thought of myself as creative. Mm. Um, I kind of grew up being good at math and I just kind of thought you couldn't do both. Mm. And, um, so it really wasn't until I got into improv. This was, this is probably my first really big exploration in a creative realm. Mm. So I find it it's so fun and rewarding. It's, it's something that just goes away instantly. So if you don't like it, it's gone. If you do like it, you just get the memory and the mm. feeling of it. So that's really cool. Um, getting to be that person, getting to be creative and <clears throat> getting to be, like I was saying, my just most, most authentic version of myself, you know, especially when I was working, when before, at, especially when I first started at IFTP, um, there were, there was a lot of like tough job situation, tough, you know, a lot of life situations yeah. that were difficult in my life and having a weekly outlet for that was, um, so useful yeah. and so helpful to give me the guidance to trust my own intuition, mm. give me the guidance to believe in myself, see myself as successful in different venues, in different modes. Um, so yeah, I mean, about a year and a half ago, I made a pretty big change in my life and um, decided I was going to quit my job and um, pursue a career on my own, which was, you know, just a commission-based career. Yeah, so that's scary. That's yeah, it, and it was a leap that I don't think I would have been able to do without access to my creativity and my intuition and improv really gave me that access point. So they're so closely related that it's, um, it's, it's a, it's a beautiful thing. And so many different places in my life now I can incorporate that in. So it's not that improv is my only good thing in my life. That's not even true at all, or yeah. not even my only creative thing. It's just that I've seen myself being this creative, intuitive person and now I get to be that person in different areas of my life, in the way I parent my kids, in the way I go about my career, in the way I go about how I'm going to set up my home mm -hmm. and how I'm going to be creative with finances, creative mm -hmm. with different, different, you know, solutions to important things in my life. Yeah. It's like coming to improv and doing improv helped you realize the potential of your creativity. Like, oh, this has been there the whole time where else can this show up? And it's like, it's always been there, but yeah. you just maybe didn't have the chance to explore it before. Yeah. And what does my life have to look like? 
wait a minute, it can look like anything mm. I fucking want to create. Yeah. And that is really cool. From that is potential. Yeah. It feels like I live in possibility now instead mm. of living in the way I'm supposed to live. Wait, say that one more time. You live in what? I live in possibility now mm. instead of living in the way I'm supposed to live. Hannah, Hannah, <laughs> words of wisdom, write them down, tattoo it on your forehead. So you see it every day. Okay. That's like living, living possibility. Oh, yeah. I think, oh my gosh, what an excellent mindset. So, yeah. yeah. I think so many people are stuck living in impossibility. I can't do that. That's impossible. That's never going to happen. And I mean, why, why do that to yourself instead of be open to opportunity? Yeah. Be open to things that could come up that you can't even anticipate. Right. Right. Mm. You don't know who you're going to have to be mm. when, and, and you won't know who you're going to have to be until it comes along. Doesn't mean I don't worry about stuff. That's not true at all. Oh, everyone does. Yeah. It's part of being human. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You can still worry, but still be open to possibility. Those yeah. two things can be true. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Mm. All right, Hannah, got one last question for you. Okay. Thinking about, 2024. It's January, right? The year is young. Mm -hmm. um, are there any things you're hoping in the next year, whether improv, creative, performing, kind of in that realmish that you're hoping to to work towards, accomplish, discover? Yeah, you know. Um. Oh, that's that's a good question. Um. Could be improv. Could be something outside of improv. Mm -hmm. No, like what are my goals for 2024? Yeah, goals are just, yeah. It doesn't even have to be a goal, you know. It could just be like, I'm interested in this or interested in exploring this thing. Yeah, um, you know, I I feel like my life has really opened up in the last month or so. Mm. And there's just, um, I've had this kind of incredible conversations and and kind of ability to look at my life in a different way. Um, I've had an opportunity to have some really great conversations with my dad um, and, and really kind of get to the root of what might have been holding me back in some of the beliefs that I have mm -hmm. around myself. So I think that 2024 is is just a matter of continually living in my, in my creative expression of, I, I don't have goals per se, yeah. but I think, I think like numbers, that kind of thing, I guess, you know, you could do that with my job and that kind of thing, but really what my biggest goal and the thing I really want to live into is trusting my intuition hmm. And expanding my creativity. Mm. I think those are both um, trusting my intuition about about the the places I want to go, the the loved ones that I have in my life, and how I can support them, how I can support myself. Um, I have you know a very close family. I have two wonderful children. I have a lot of really amazing close friends and that's one of the <laughs> I'm blabbing on now but that's one of the cool things about being single is that 
I have more time mm. to spend with my friends yeah. because I'm not spending it with a dedicated partner. And so I get to be very close friends with a lot of different people. And that is a real gift because I just love that. Um, I really do have a lot of close friends and people in my life that I, I just, yeah. So anyway, that was kind of a vague answer, but, um, really wanting to continue to listen to my intuition and follow my creativity wherever that takes me. I think that's a perfect answer. And I'm here for the ride. Mm. You're ready for the possibility. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I think goals can be limiting. You know, I don't, I like goals for some things like, but they're not applicable to everything. So I think your, your hope to be, you know, your creativity and all these things, that's, well, that's great too for 2024, you know, instead of just being like, I'm going to accomplish this one specific thing. And if I fail, then my year is ruined. My year is done. Right. No way. I, no. I think goals feel a little too structured for yeah. me. Um, that, and that's not, yeah, yeah, Yeah. it does feel a little corporate and I don't don't like corporate. Mm. So I'd rather just, um, find joy and find ways to expand in my life. Yeah. It's like, I don't know how, it's like, I don't know how I'm going to find joy yet, but I know that's something I want to do in 2024 and we'll see what that looks like this year. Might just look like taking a walk on the beach, Michael. Uh, when it's beautiful weather in January, when it's mm-hmm. 78 degrees. Yeah. Or, yeah. you know, like playing cards with my kids and mm. we played like a long card game last night Ooh. and it was so fun. Oh, what card Laughing. game? It's a, a game called Pounce. Pounce. And Ooh, I don't my know. grandma taught it to me and my sisters mm. and then I've taught it to my kids and my sisters have all taught it to their kids. So oh. we, we get together and we play like a huge game of it, <sighs> but it was just the three of us last yeah. night. I mean, my two kids and just had so much fun. We were mm. laughing and it's just really, yeah. Finding joy in, in the connections I have with people. Mm. I got to learn how to play pounce. Yeah. Gonna learn. Yeah. That's awesome. I, I like that. And yeah. Finding joy, finding joy everywhere and anywhere. Yeah. yeah. I think you got, you got 24, 2024 down. Hannah. <laughs> got it. I think you got I'll it. I'll let you know in, 12 months. There we go. Okay. Let's do it. All right. You ready to do some improv? Yeah. Ready to find some joy yeah. in improv? Okay. Hopefully. Oh, dear. So we're just going to do the alphabet game um, three Mm-mm. times. <laughs> not doing it. Did I mention that the games we play are for torture, not for fun? Yeah. <laughs> that would be so mean. That would be so, so mean. mean. Um, all right. So this first game we're going to play. Mm. Uh, this game is called Superhero Speed Date. Oh, so okay. we're both superheroes. Okay. And we're just, uh, we're meeting up. Okay. We're meeting up. And uh, I'm not going to tell you what, what kind of superhero you are. Okay. I'm just, uh, we'll say we're at a restaurant. I'll give us that. Okay. We're superheroes. We're meeting up. That's it. All right. And then I'll black us out when we're done. Okay. Ugh. Oh my gosh, the great conductor. <gasps> oh, I didn't, I didn't realize it was going to be you. Oh my gosh. It's music to my ears oh. to see, to see <laughs> you. I my t- little face mask, 
They smack grasshopper. Oh, that's me. Hipping and hopping away. I just, oh, great conductor. I, your power, just your ability to conduct anything, music, a symphony, but also people. <gasps> Sit, grasshopper. Stand. Oh. That's it. This is so exciting. I've always wanted this. I am, I know this is unprofessional, you know, super to super, but... Oh, this is so cool to be controlled by your powers. Well, you have arrived. You have arrived. Oh, great conductor. Thank you. Thank you. <gasps> what a flourish. Oh, back in my chair. Thank you. I guess I'll take look at the menu. Oh, uh, lunch is on me, by the way. Conductor, please. Of course. Please. I didn't even bring my wallet. Oh. You knew, didn't you? I did. You're smart, powerful. What don't you have, Grand Conductor? Well, I don't have a heart. That's not true, Conductor. No, literally. I don't have a heart. Oh, medically? Medically. Oh my gosh. I I don't have a heart. So, every time I go on a date, they say to me, you can't love because you don't have a heart. And I say to them, I can. I I think you can too, Conductor. Why should one fleshy organ limit your ability to feel? It can't. It can't. Yeah, that's that's dumb. Yes. That's what I say. Live with me. Love with yes. me. Can I... I'd like to show you something. Oh, God. It's not that kind of restaurant. No, it's... Oh, wow. Do you hear that? I sure do. I rub my legs for thee, conductor. I can feel it in my lungs. My fake heart is about to explode. Good, yes, the phantom heart, you feel it where it should be. In that cavernous hole you have there where a heart should be. It's empty. I've... Conductor, I don't care about that. What do you care about? I see about? past the cavernous hole. Wow. I've, I've never felt the need to rub my legs together for anyone. Wow. But you, your lack of heart... It ins- does something to you. It inspires my own heart. I, it moves you. You conduct the rhythm of my heart. I conduct the rhythm of your soul. We will not be going on a second date. No need. No need. We'll be going on a, a life. A life. We can fight crime and be with each other. And that is a true love story from the ethers. Blackout. <laughs> I always kind of wanted to do that, where you get all whispery. Yeah. From the ethers. From the ethers. From the ethers. From the ethers. Uh, now I have to ask. What do you have to ask? What were you actually doing in the beginning? 
Oh, I was sharpening my sword. Oh. <laughs> what I were was, you doing? Uh, I was adjusting my mask. I thought it was your mask. A, I thought maybe you were a fencing guy. Oh, that would have been cool. And it's, then you had a sword. Oh. It's pretty hard to sit down and yeah. do improv. It's just I don't a really like creativity this. through constraints. It is. It's creativity that's, through constraints. That's how I think of it. Yeah, like I realize I'm uh, rubbing my legs together and like the views on the video podcast compared to the audio one, it's like 10 people will see that. Yeah. And then a lot more will just hear me talk about me rubbing my legs to get there. <laughs> well, yeah, it, we, we it break happens the rules to the best of it us. Happens to the best of us. Yeah. We break the rules a little bit here Yeah, because we're sitting. So sometimes we're saying what we're doing and that's okay. That's podcast improv. Yeah. yeah. It's a different format. Yeah. It's a different format. So thank you for being a, a good a good sport. A good sport. All right. Move, moving on to our next game. Okay. Uh, why am I yeah, let's try to redeem ourselves. That yeah. was a little bit painful. Oh, I, I had fun. Okay, good, good, yeah, good. Sorry about your heart, though. That thank sucks. you. Yeah. Mommer. Yeah, well. What can you do? What can you do? I could ask more questions, but no. You I take just, them out, you put them in. That's what you do. Yeah, you don't need it. You were, pump, you, you were fine. <laughs> so this next game is called uh, Status Exchange. And in this game, uh, I'm going to assign us a relationship that will have status, right? One of us will have higher status. One of us will have lower status. We'll start a scene, play it out. At some point, our status will need to flip-flop. Something happens. We don't know what, but something occurs. We'll find out. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, this could get crazy. All right. Uh, we're going to have a doctor-patient relationship. And I don't know who's who. We'll figure that out. Doctor-patient relationship. Let's say we're at the doctor's office. Okay. All right. And scene. Doctor, doctor, can't you see I'm burning, burning? Look, I... Stop. This is my office. I really appreciate, really appreciate you coming in with the song. You're burning. That sounds terrible, but... I just missed you so much, Stephen. I know, I know. But I just wanted to see you, so I made an appointment. But uh, Frida, you, you... I just missed you. Frida, I saw you yesterday. I know. I saw you yesterday. It was so long ago. Th- what? You'd, yesterday, you said your fingernail hurt. Today, you come in, you yeah. say you're burning. What? Burning, burning. I don't, I don't know what that means. What's burning? You're not visibly on fire, it Frida. It means I'm on fire for you, Stephen. You're on fire for me? I am. Doctor? Doctor, doctor? Can't you see I'm burning, burning? I made an appointment with Loretta out on the receptionist. I've been doing it every day. I just... I don't know when you're going to call me back. Frida. I. I want to be with you. Oh, my God. It's happening. It's actually happening. But I I need you to do something for me. I need you to listen closely. Okay. Anything. Anything you say. If we're going to do this. If? Yes. If we're going to do this, it's conditional. Oh, shit. I have these conditions. As a doctor of my status, my stature, very particular things I must abide by if I am continue to work here at the Cleveland Clinic. Oh, I love the Cleveland Clinic. Yes. 
want to be with you, Frida, but I need... Listen here. I'm listening. I need you to stop using my doctor's notes to get out of work every day. But doctor, I have to come see you. Frida, <gasps> it cannot go on. It can't go on. By doing this, if I'm aware of your fraudulent activities, I could lose my medical license. And how am I supposed to build a life with you if I have no medical license, Frida? You want to build a medical life with me? I mean, life with me? I do. It can be medical because that's a my career, life. Frida. Okay. We will only see each other in the doctor's office. So, Frida, I need you to quit your job. Okay. That way I can't be found guilty of fraud. <laughs> All right? Done. But then where will I get my health insurance to come see you every day? You don't need insurance to see me. We'll be together, Frida. Oh, God, you I'll think just, of everything. I'll just do the, my doctor stuff under the table. <laughs> if you need a surgery, I'll, I have coupons, you know. You have coupons. Now, where exactly did you get those coupons? Um, hang on. <laughs> I, I, do they have a QR code? They do. Um, Is it a buy one, get one free? Yeah, I have a, I have a buy Oh, Stephen, have Frida. you been giving out your coupons to other patients? Yeah. I've, yeah. Been sharing, I've been sharing the coupons, Frida. There's oh, nothing wrong with that. I'm just Stephen, helping people. You, just lots of people. No one in particular. Just lots of folks. You have done me wrong. No, Frida. Frida, it's, it's not like that, I swear. It will not be like that. Frida, please don't get angry. I'm not angry, Stephen. Okay. I'm disappointed. <gasps> That's worse. Yes. You're like my parents. Much worse. My parents were disappointed in me too. I can't... I can't take disappointment from both my lover and from my family. No, you can't. You will take those coupons. You will destroy them and you will take down your... Google reviews saying free coupons for 10% off. Whatever you want. Whatever you want, sweetie. Yes, that's what I want. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And I'll... I'll only treat you from now on. I'll stop treating any other patients. I'll only treat you. I'm your doctor. That's the way I like it, little boy. Blackout. <laughs> See, I like that because I did, we did not have status at the beginning. It was no, just we like didn't. I kind of forgot about that. No, I loved it because yeah. <laughs> you were just like eh, doctor, doctor, yeah. and I think we kind of found it. And then I had it a little bit, and then yeah. you were like, "I'm someone else now." I'm. This I know. Is Frida. I kind of made a change, didn't yeah, I? But Ooh, I liked it. Creepy. The real yeah. Frida came out. Yeah, you were like, "Oh, I've got him," but now I'm gonna really get him. Yeah. See, that's what I mean about yeah. getting to play like you weird manipulated. Characters. Yeah, people that you don't even really want to be, but you just like want to yeah. be. It was all a facade. Mm-hmm. Frida just wants free medical care. And she really does. That's I mean, admirable. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and she's willing to do whatever it takes to get it. She's going to annoy the doctor. Oh, that tactic's working, but I need to take it a step further. Yeah. Take no control. coupons for anyone but me. Yep. 
Yeah. Just dominated the situation. Yeah. There you she go. She got herself a free doctor for life. She sure did. Brilliant. <laughs> oh my gosh. Man. All right. We all need to think a bit more like Frida. No. Yeah. Just kidnap a doctor. <laughs> Don't do that. All right, Hannah, we got uh, one more game we're going to play tonight. Okay. And uh, I, we teased this game earlier. This game, it's called Rhyme Time. Rhyme Time. Rhyme Time. Oh, I've never been able to roll my R's. Rhyme Time. Rhyme Time. Just got to let that tongue, like, bounce. I know. That's really all it is. Rhyme Time. Well, I'll do that for you. Thanks. You sound like a cat now. Okay, anyway, the name of this game is Rhyme Time. Um, uh, how this game is going to work is that, uh, I'll, to keep it simple, like, let's say at least, like, two lines need a rhyme. So if, you're, if you say, roses are red, and then I say, Moses is dead. Okay. That's, that's a rhyme. We could move on to the next rhyme after that. Does that make sense? Okay, so each rhyme has to, or each line has to rhyme with the previous line. Yes, yes. Okay. Each line has to rhyme with the previous line. But then you move on to the next one. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So you'll start. Uh, I'm going to give us a suggestion of a location. Okay. Oh, I know where we are. Oh, good. We're at Club Aqua. Oh no, we're at. A, oh, that's uh, not Club the Soda. Name. Club Soda. Club Aqua. Club Soda. That's that's something else. That's from yeah. a TV show. We're at Club Soda. All right. Okay. So you and me, we're at Club Soda. This game is called Rhyme Time, and I'm going to give you the first line, and we'll take it from there. Okay. Oh, wait, I'm giving you the line. Oh, yeah. Okay, sorry. I thought. Okay. Um. Yo, Jeffrey, can I get a water pop? Oh, you bet your your tuchus you can get a water pop. Uh, this one's on me. Shelf from the top. Delicious as always. I think and it's good. I don't know about this place. It's kind of in the hood. Yeah. Neighborhood be damned. This place is for real. They got club soda. (laughs) And work here? I think you should. You're offering me a job. I think I say maybe. But you know, what's no good? I got a baby. A child. An infant. Oh my. Let, how about you start working here part time? I'll give you an offer you can't refuse. Maybe? You gotta pay a lot, that's for sure. Because if you ain't gonna be doing that, I'll bring my baby, leave her outside the door. We'll slam it and keep it shut. There's no babies in here. But I'll promise you benefits, a 401k, and free water at least for a year. 
What? <laughs> sounds like a good deal. Sounds, sounds like a good deal. But, you know, not just anyone can come in this door. We don't want folks who will get knocked out and pass out on the floor. The problem is this. I like you a lot. We work together. We drink. I'm going to be smoking pot. Well, look, here at Club Soda, we think drugs are pretty hot. But just to prove your worth, take a shot. drink to that and I think I'd like to take you to dinner if maybe you want to take care of my baby we could even have a winner dinner that's a fine proposal but something you need to know about me that according to my church, I'm a sinner. Oh, you're a bad boy. That's good news for me. I'd like to take you and bend you over my knee. Oh, my. Well, that's not something for your baby to see. My baby's innocent. That much is true. But I also know this. I know I love you. What could be better? A baby, a partner, and club soda. That'll do. Blackout. I don't think that rhymed, Michael. No. I didn't hear Wait, that. Do? Wait. Wait. I thought do rhymed with Baby. love you. Do. Oh. Oh, shoot. I don't know. I can't. I got to see the words. They were there. They were there. They were there. Thanks they for, were there. Thanks for taking a shot with me. Yeah, sure. Sure. Yeah, I think you were going to be the bouncer. Yeah. That's what oh, I was saying. I okay. never specified, but we yeah. talked about the door a lot. Yeah, that was kind of a fun little <laughs> jaunt. Yeah, that was club soda. Club yeah. soda, Hannah. That's that's the place to be. Yeah, it sure is. For a second, I almost called you Frida, and then I was like, wait, no, we've wait. moved on. Oh. You're not Frida anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. Frida's gone. Yeah. Frida's gone. Like you said, improv, it's gone. You're done. Yeah. You finish it. Yeah. It's gone. Yeah, it's gone forever, except for this one, because it's recorded. That's true. Oh, and yeah. That, and that is sort of... It'll live in the annals of history. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, annals? Annals. Annals. Thousands of years from now. Yeah, okay. Civilizations will go back and study this and go, wow. Wow. Who were they? Who was that? This is what life was like in 2024. Whoa, guys. They just talk about Club Soda. It was tough. It was tough. <laughs> they had, were like, wow. They thought... They thought they'd figured it out, and wow. They had not. They sure hadn't. They were so close. Yeah, they were so far away.
Yeah. Oh, sad. Um, all right, Hannah. Well, before we conclude tonight's episode of Income okay. for the Podcast, are there any final words you want to leave us with this evening? Um, I think that I've heard a lot of people say, oh, wow, you're so brave because you do improv. Mm. And I'm here to tell you that you don't have to be brave to do improv. Mm. It doesn't. It doesn't take being able to be good at it right in the beginning. Nobody cares. Nobody cares that you don't know what you're doing. People love that you're trying it. People love that you're putting yourself out there. Hmm. People love seeing vulnerability and um, supporting each other. So if, if anybody is listening and really thinks to themselves, I would like to try that, but I don't know, I can't for whatever reason, this or that. I'm just here to tell you, you really can. It's for everyone. It's improv for the people. Mm-hmm. It really is. It's not for people who are funny or people who were theater kids or people who Ugh, gross. know what they're doing. It's for anybody. Mm-hmm. It's for anybody that just thinks it's going to be fun to expand my creativity yeah. and see who I get to be. I like that so, a lot. Yeah. Because, yeah, it's like we're not asking you to come in here and be Braveheart or something like, no, just so long as you show up with a willingness to try, that's really it. And you don't have to be brave to want to try. And you don't even really have to be that willing to try because we'll, that's true. We'll get you up there. Yeah. Cause you're kind of, if you're showing up, you're going to end up trying anyway. You're not going to want to try and it's okay. Yeah. Just do it anyway. You're going to get called up and you're going to, yeah, we'll call you up and I knew I was here and I'll go up with you and it'll be fine. You won't be alone. You won't. Well, a little bit. Yeah, maybe. You'll be a little bit alone. A little bit. But it'll also be really fun. Okay. We, everyone comes here to fail. Yeah. Everyone comes here to fail. Yeah, new, old, doesn't matter. That's why we're here. I fail every single week. Mm, me too. I fail every single day. Yeah. <laughs> it's cool. Except for when we came up with Club Soda, we didn't. Fail. No, that was a winner. Yeah. But other stuff in life, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, Hannah. Well, thank you so much to Hannah Mills for coming on this week's episode of Improv for the Podcast. As always, we'll be back next week with another thank episode. You. But until then, we'll see you next time. Improv for the Podcast was created by Matt Moore and Michael Lee Evans. Edited and produced by Michael Lee Evans. And finally, presented by Improv for the People. Interested in more IFTP? You can visit us at improvforthepeople.com or on our socials, such as Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and YouTube. Remember, new episodes are released weekly. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.